For Friday, March 25, the 84th day of 2022. There are 281 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. More bracket busting last night as the Sweet 16 got underway in the NCAA. And we'll get you ready for a big weekend. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm doing a lot of scheduling this morning. Yeah. So, so Mach nine and a half. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If you could eat one food every day without gaining weight, what would it be? Mashed potatoes. Okay. Chocolate tops the list of most people, followed by pizza, followed by French fries. Followed by steak and then followed by ice cream. Mashed potatoes not in the top five of the Women's Day magazine. However, just like on the newlywed game, before the show started, I wrote down on a piece of paper what your answer would be. And, and it, it was... says mashed potatoes. <laughs> we would so win at that game, I right? I knew what the answer <laughs> knew what the answer would be, so I went ahead and wrote it down. He is a five time winner of the Coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's a two time Silver Sal nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Since Monday. You've had a tough week. It's been you, cut off up and down. I think in your journal, like when you go and you write, when you journal into your... Uh, you say, dear diary, here's what happened to me this week. Um, you've got a lot of adventure to write in there, including your first real trip to jury duty. But cap it off with oh, yeah. <laughs> young Mr. Garmley is celebrating a birthday today. So you are, uh, you don't seem in a very celebratory mood today. I mean, it's, it's just... Like, I mean, after you pass your 21st birthday, I mean, do you, is there really that much you get to look forward to? Oh, oh honey, yes. Sam, when you get to be my age, you just relish every one. <laughs> you just be happy they come around. Well, uh, see, you look at it, and when you turn 26, you lose health insurance. So it's like <laughs> oh, one day closer to that. that. 
Yeah, so how old are you today, Sam? So I got one year left of that. <laughs> so you're a quarter century today? Correct. Wow. A quarter century. Halfway to you, right? Happy, happy birthday, Samuel. <laughs> it would be a birthday without a little Ronnie Millsap. No, I can't how are you going to celebrate your birthday today, Sam? I'll probably sit on my couch and <laughs> see. I was I was planning on watching you know the University of Kentucky play in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, it would have been nice because a lot of great moments have happened. I mean, Brandon Knight hit the shot against Ohio State on that, my birthday. That was on your birthday. Yeah, Good. Okay. Uh, they made the the Elite Eight in 2012. Was uh-huh. I think they beat Baylor if my memory's right. Was on my birthday. Yeah. So it's uh, there've been some good moments. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox against UCLA. Okay. Where you scored All right, so none of those things are going to happen today, no. like the equivalent of that. I will also tell you at age 25, you also learned that this is also a day that you probably need to thank your mama. Because really, you didn't do much <laughs> on your birthday, but she did a whole lot. Well, I made her a mama. <laughs> you, you, well, sort well. of. You were the byproduct of her becoming a mama. <laughs> by te- but again, you didn't have much to do with it, and you didn't work very hard. As best I well, remember, you cried. Thank a, you, mom. You cried a whole lot. So that's uh, anyway. So, uh, so happy birthday to you, and thank you. congratulations to Mama Adele for all the hard work she did twenty-five years ago today. I'm sorry, Sam, that I cannot cook up a better day for you weather-wise. A mixture of sun, clouds, and maybe a sprinkle or two around the region. Don't be surprised if you... uh if you see a, a sprinkle or two, and then late tonight, if you go off to our north, you're more inclined to see maybe a little, just like ice, a little mixture of weird mix of precipitation. But again, I think that's off. That's more off to, toward our north. But a high of 54 today. We'll see a low of 40, uh, 36 overnight, and then another. I can't even offer you a good birthday. I can't even offer you the good day after your birthday. It's gonna be much. I mean, I thought last Saturday was rough. Yeah. It's at least it's not going to rain tomorrow. It's going to be similar to last Saturday, but it's going to be more windy and less rain last Saturday. So yeah, forty three is your high for tomorrow. Um, just hold your hold your fingers crossed for Wednesday. We might get to we might trip eighty degrees coming up on Wednesday. That's about the best I can offer you temperature wise in the ten day outlook. President Biden has uh, left Brussels and on his way to Poland as he is in Europe to. Uh, announced new Ukrainian aid and is warning about Russians using chemical weapons. So he and uh, the emergency meeting of NATO, so other leaders of uh, the uh, world, met to try and develop a strategy, an additional strategy of what they would do. He announced that the U.S. would welcome up to 100,000 Ukrainian refugees, though he said many probably prefer to stay closer to home. I mean, once you're removed from the region, you know, off the continent, your life is forever changed. Maybe good, maybe bad. But once you are uprooted and moved to, say, North America, then you you would have a much harder time staying physically in touch with maybe extended family members who remain in the region. Looks like an additional $1 billion in food, medicine, water, and supplies is what uh, the U.S. is, is uh is adding on. And then you've, we've not talked a whole lot about it, but obviously the warnings this week about uh, Russian cyber attacks on business interests and power grids and other infrastructure in the United States. They just expect that. I, 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 I will, I will assume that the Russians are busy playing a lot of defense on cyber attacks, which maybe 
keeping them busy from launching a lot of offensive attacks. I think there are things happening below the surface and uh, below the like subterfuge type things that we don't know about because the landscape of cyber warfare is completely different than missiles and things so i i would i can only imagine there's a re the reason that russians that russia hasn't done that yet is because they may have their hands full otherwise i don't know that that's complete speculation on my part it is only a matter of hours maybe even a couple of days that judge katanji brown jackson will become the first black woman on the u.s supreme court even though it looks like there are some gop doubts uh, some GOP votes in doubt. doesn't really matter. The Democrats obviously uh, have the votes if they want to confirm her, and I have no reason to think that they won't. Uh, just hours after the hearings came to a close, Leader Mitch McConnell announced he will vote against Jackson's confirmation. He said in a Senate floor speech that he cannot and will not support her for a lifetime appointment. I, I mean, the, the, the train left the tracks on Supreme Court uh, nomination hearings long ago. I mean, it's turned into theater and grandstanding by both sides. And so there's, you did this to Kavanaugh, so we're going to try and get back at you. And it turns into this one-upsmanship rather than just viewing things based on the fact. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not crazy about her entire record, but this is just the way elections have consequences. The Biden administration gets to appoint her, or gets to appoint their nominee. They hold the majority in the Senate and the House. And so they've, you know, can pretty much run unfettered on what they want to do. And then, Elections also have consequences that that side will, you know, that'll turn over. The one thing that the one thing that does concern me is this idea. I don't know the I don't know the validity of the Clarence Thomas, uh, his wife and text messages between she and Mark Meadows, who was Trump's chief of staff at the time back around January 6th and all that. I mean, I. I I've seen the text messages, so I assume they exist. But I would doubt that this is an isolated incident, and I would imagine she's been an activist for a long time. But all of a sudden, what tr- what is troubling to me in this game of gotcha that American politics has devolved into, it's the Democratic leadership sees the window closing. So they see oh, we're not going to be able to balance the court out to our liking before we lose our majority in the Senate and the House and we lose the White House again. So what's the, what's our only go-to move? Well, we can get one of the conservative justices unseated in some way so that while Biden's watch is he can seat another one to try and rebalance the court. That's what's really going on here more than, well, we've got all of a sudden we've got some concerns about what Justice Thomas's wife. And so that is the real shameful part of where our nation has devolved into politically and it's uh, it's regretful because you have to you have to be suspect of everyone's moves and motives rather than taking them at face value. I'm not saying he deserves to. I'm just more can you impeach a Supreme Court justice? Court, uh, uh, Congress I, I can. I really have no idea. Yeah, Cong- I, I, Congress I can. It's a high wire act. It's not easily done, but there I'm is there are constitutional provisions for it and it's a shame that it's kind of like a nuclear option and what what is additionally heartbreaking is that once you cross that bridge, like once you play that card, 
then you're going to have that card played against you. So just and this is again where where we are. We're in a quagmire as a nation. Hmm. And One's it's actually a, been impeached, and it's a tragedy. In 1805, who was it? Samuel uh, Chase. Samuel Chase. All right, closer to home. I was seeing some video of this yesterday afternoon. A man has been killed in a four vehicle crash on I-65 in Simpson County. That happened uh, yesterday morning, about um, maybe about four four o'clock. But the fire burned for a long time. And the preliminary investigation showed a 28-year-old Christopher Steger of Harrison, Ohio, driving a 2019 Ford when, for whatever reason, he entered the right emergency lane where it struck a parked 2019 Volvo tractor trailer that had a flat tire. The uh, Steger's vehicle reentered the southbound lanes. It was struck by two semis, and then fire ensued. And it's uh, you've seen like... Uh, mobile news networks and places like that that were showing for motorists who had passed by going the other way. When you see the actual fire of this driving by it, it is extremely remarkable. Uh, but he was ejected from the vehicle, pronounced dead, uh, deceased at the scene by the Simpson County Coroner's Office. Luckily, no other injuries involved, but, uh, I mean, just a... Uh, Fire's like an understatement. Very attention. Yeah, it's almost... I, that crosses over to, like, Inferno. Like, yeah, when you see all of that on fire at the same... Like the entire interstate's on fire. At the same time. A Clarkson woman wanted by the Grayson County Sheriff's Office on their most wanted list has been arrested in Edmondson County. The Edmondson County Sheriff's Office announced that... Uh, they uh, had observed a Chevy Silverado traveling east, uh, traveling on East Hack Road near Brownsville, and they pulled the vehicle over for a missing driver's side brake light. They, during a traffic stop, made um, contact with a 47-year-old Travis Higdon of Big Clifty and saw an open alcohol container in plain view. They also realized the passenger of the vehicle, 34-year-old Lori Lindsay of Clarkson, had multiple arrest warrants and an indictment warrant in Grayson County, and so uh, arrested, charged, et cetera. In Frankfort, the Kentucky Senate completed passage of a bill yesterday to bar transgender girls and women from participating in school sports matching their gender identity from sixth grade through college. The Republican-dominated Senate voted 26 to 9 to send the measure to Governor Andy Bashir. Of course, uh, people are calling, some people are calling for him to veto it and then uh, see what happens from there. Under the Kentucky bill, the, a student gender would be determined by the biological sex indicated on the student's birth certificate certified birth certificate as originally issued at the time of birth or adoption. Opponents said the bill is aimed at a problem that doesn't exist in the bluegrass state. This is a, this is, may not be a problem today. I can't, uh, I don't, I don't think there would be much disagreement on that. I don't personally know of any situations, you know, that I'm aware of in Kentucky where this is a problem, but too often government is slow to react on fixing problems that once the proverbial horse is out of the barn, it's too late to close the barn door. I I understand the I, I understand there are ripples and there are nuance and there are maybe unintended consequences here, but I do think that just from a logical standpoint, that when you see the issue with the NCAA swimming swimming championship over the last week, when you just see the facts involved in that case, I think any logical person has to go. There's something about that that isn't that isn't right. You know, they're they're just it's going to change the landscape of sportsmanship and sports and competition uh, if we don't do something to try and uh, 
get rid of some of the if we don't get some clarity on these issues. So I I mean, it it seems like a preventative problem, but it also in a political landscape of scorekeeping, it also seems like a political win that they, the legislature can say, look, we we solved this problem. Yeah, I mean, maybe it doesn't exist yet here, but we went ahead and solved it anyway. So you can be critical of it on both sides and for both sides, no matter what. But that is what happened. And now it's up to the governor to see what happens from here. Speaking of the governor, he signed into law yesterday a business-backed bill providing another round of coronavirus-related relief to employers on their unemployment insurance tax assessment. The measure follows uh, it allows employers to continue using their unemployment insurance assessment rate for 2020 before COVID-19 hit. The new law freezes that rate for a second straight year. Under the newly signed measure, rolling back the 2022 unemployment tax rates is expected to save employers about $120 million. Lawmakers were told the suspended rate would save Kentucky businesses on average about $70 per employee. Over what term, I'm not uh, not exactly sure. The governor did, in the process of signing it, though, sort of make a, uh, I don't know if it's even a backhanded compliment, but he did use the opportunity to say it's a bit hypocritical to uh, do this for businesses, but yet while we're kind of, you know, changing changing the game and the parameters on individuals by the benefit changes, et cetera. So I understand that logic. Kentucky lawmakers voted yesterday to designate a set of historical documents and speeches to incorporate into classroom work, a response to the national debate over CRT. The Senate, on a 21-15 vote, sent the education measure to Governor Bashir. Other key features of the bill would shift principal hiring and curriculum setting authority to superintendents and away from school-based decision-making councils. One of the uh, one of the critics of this move for the legislature seemed to be um, seemed to be digging in on the fact that sometimes the legislature they they aren't they are inconsistent when it comes to who has control of what. You know, when it when it suits their ends, they're more in they're more inclined to give local control. But if they don't like the outcome, then they say, "Well, wait a minute you you really shouldn't be in control of that." And I think we would all want consistency. You'd suffer the consequences, but be consistent one way or another. Something that they unanimously agreed on was legislation that would allow school districts to set aside time for children to eat breakfast if they are late to school, took its final legislative step yesterday, unanimously passed by the Kentucky House. It's uh, Senate Bill 151 allows for superintendents of any school district that participates in the federal school breakfast program to authorize up to 15 minutes of the student's attendance to provide the opportunity for late arriving children to eat breakfast during instructional time. I think we talked, you know, at length about this on on uh, Wednesday and kind of uh, the virtues of it. So, uh, again, I'm, I'm for students eating breakfast, you know, whatever it takes to get that accomplished. I think that's a. Uh, that's a good thing. Got to eat your Wheaties. Yeah, eat your Wheaties. Yeah, it affects everything. It affects your decision making. And, you know everything. Um, but I just go back to I would hope for we we don't need a law for everything. We need we need like a common sense law. Can we just can we just give superintendents the power <laughs> and just say look if you've got kids that are going hungry, take care of it. You know we just feed them. We can't fix everything with legislation. I don't think or. Or maybe we can. Or maybe we can try. Bob Baffert has transferred four of his promising three-year-old Colts to other trainers, which would allow them to earn qualifying points for the Kentucky Derby while he appeals his 90-day suspension. His representatives say this 90-day or this suspension that they're trying to 
uh, impose on Baffert is basically a career ender that if they really force him into this length of suspension, then it causes enough of a disruption in uh, his his training processes in his in his enterprise that is basically putting an end to his training career. So if that's their intent, I guess maybe they they don't mind that repercussion. But anyway, he's he's basically assigning horses other places so the horses and the owners don't suffer the consequences of his uh, his embroiled status. Dante Allen will finish his college career at uh, some other university, not the University of Kentucky. You okay with that, Sam? Yeah. I mean, got to play defense. You know, it's I I mean, I hate it cuz he's a Kentucky kid, but I think it'll almost be less pressure on the kid too because it's just, you know, everybody calls in, "Oh, Dante needs to play more. Dante needs to play more. Dante needs to play more." Can we agree though that if he plays for Rick Stansberry, we'll be happy. If he plays for Kenny Payne, we'll be mad. Then <laughs> I safe think to there say? is there's a bigger chance that he'll be playing for Kenny Payne than for Rick Stansberry. I agree, but it does go to show you we, you know, I think a lot of people will agree there's blame to go around at UK on whether he got an honest shot or whether he didn't or whether there was too much pressure. But nonetheless, I think we're going to be begrudging of his leaving if he shows up wearing black and red next year. But they need players. They've got a, a roster they need to so fill. So does Western. Yep. Uh, Johnny Juzang, a former U.K. transfer, is back in the Sweet 16. He'll play tonight. So if you're watching the UCLA game, you get to see Johnny Juzang. By the way, he didn't tra- He transferred because he wanted to be closer to his family. Mm-hmm. You know, it was during the COVID era, and he said, I don't want to be out here east of the Mississippi, and my family's in California area. So he's done well out there. Um, so he's the only he's the only former Kentucky player still in the tournament right now. <laughs> so uh, good. I guess you you're right. So <laughs> good for him. Gonzaga out, Arizona out. It was a bad night for those who were still holding strong in the OK 105 bracket challenge. There's no, I mean, there's there's pretty much nobody left. Chase went. Burr, you went. Burr, Dennis I'm, went. Burr, I'm completely out. You took. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's Ken Hallett. Ken, oh, yeah, <laughs> there is nobody. Ken Hallett, I think, clinched last place. I think it just flipped upside down, is what it did. It, uh, but uh, I guess old Cole, he's got Villanova. So I mean, he's got Kansas. Yeah, it's going to come down to a oh, Cole, Cole or Kenzie. Wow. Uh, on who's going to who's going to be able to seal the deal? And in Cougar Sports last night, Shelby Davis hit a go-ahead home run in the bottom of the sixth to push the Lady Cougar softball team to their first win of the season over Owensboro 9-6, first win of Penny Reese's career at Grayson County. At Donley Field, the Cougar baseball team picked up their second straight win, 5-3, over Davis County. And on the hard court, the GCHS tennis uh, team split their matches at Owensboro. Cougar boys winning 7-2. Busy day in spring sports yesterday. And uh, good to see some victories. Yes, Sam? Yeah. I mean, you, you prima and beating all the Owensboro schools, too. Uh, anytime you can beat all the Owensboro schools, it is uh, it is uh, extra, extra sweet. So, got to get to a break. We'll come back here on this Friday morning here on In the Note. Today is Waffle Day, International Waffle Day. It's Pecan Day today. Put some pecans on your waffle. It's uh, Lobster Newberg Day today. I had to look up what that is. Well, I don't know what Newberg is, but I do love lobster. Yeah, um, 
Lobster Newberg is. Wait a minute, I have set it aside so I could I could remember. Uh, seafood dish made lobster, butter, cream, cognac, sherry, eggs, and cayenne pepper. I wonder what form Sounds the good. eggs are in. It really doesn't matter. Most eggs are good. But like I a hollandaise curious. almost on there? Probably, it sounds like. I would think yeah. so. Yeah. And that, that's going to be a poached egg, isn't it? Yeah. This is going right? to be the, yeah. Yeah, I would think that it's going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty good. Um, tomorrow, do you want to know March of Kindness first, or do you want to go to, do you want me to circle back to that? I... You're it's your it's, it's your show. Okay. You're allowed to <laughs> choose tomorrow, whichever one you want. Tomorrow is Purple Day. Sunday is Joe Day. Sunday is also Spanish Paella Day, and Sunday is also Quirky Country Music Song Titles Day. Huh. It's always a favorite of mine. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I gave her the ring. She gave me the finger. That's a good one. <laughs> Um, my phone ain't been ringing, so I guess it wasn't you. He's got away with women. He just got away with mine. All famous country songs that are in there. Today in the March of Kindness, as it continues, give someone a sweet treat day. Give someone a sweet treat day. plenty of those in my office now. (laughs) Were you blessed with sweet treats when you arrived at work this morning? Yes, if you want any, I've got plenty. (laughs) What's, What's over there? You got some cookies? Yes. Are there any donuts? No, just cookies. It's all good. Okay. Is there any, uh, like, ice cream? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. That, I feel like it would have melted in my office. It would that, need to be in the freezer if there was. Uh-huh. I'm just seeing you said you got plenty, so I didn't know. Well, there's the, plenty of cookies, yes. Okay. All right. Now it's I, a, now it's like a tray. Oh, a tray. It's what he asked for. Uh, oh, yes. No, I'm not not denying that I... And yeah, the, and the gift it. is, after the cookies are have been removed, then you'll still have a nice tray. I'm sure well, it's a fancy it, a, a box. Sure it's a it's, fancy it's tray. A, more of a box, but okay. Well, you'll have a fancy box. Yes, <laughs> I can clean it out and use it for something else. Things that are turning fifty in twenty twenty two. Sam's turning half that. Okay, but things that are double Sam's age this year: Atari Pong. Oh my! The Honda Civic. I got that. <laughs> Those original Honda Civics are funny looking. Like, if you ever see one, the early <laughs> Civic models, they look so funny. The movie The Godfather is 50 years old this year. Oh, wow. Popeye's Restaurant is 50 years old. Okay. One of my favorites. The McDonald's Egg McMuffin. The game Boggle. The um, Jet Ski. Is Boggle the one that they popped out? Yeah, sort of. It has the... It like shakes. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you depress it and then it shakes the uh-huh. things in there. The letters around. Boggle. Yeah. Aerosmith. Stovetop stuffing. Oh, I'm so old. Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Ben Affleck, Sofia Vergara, and Idris Elba are all turning 50 in 2022. <laughs> the Rock. The Rock. And Bottle Caps, The Candy. Okay. 50 years old. Those were always fun. In 2022. So those are things to be. You got to get the root beer ones, right? Your favorites, right? Ugh. <laughs> no, I don't even want bottle caps. I don't even want the candy. I don't know if I've ever had those. They really? just don't. Uh, they don't really, they don't really appeal oh, to me. Funny. I like, I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I had them, but felt yeah. like that was always something you got at Halloween. I was young, um, but 
Yeah, root beer was not my favorite flavor. Oh, that was the always that was ones, always the go to. But the cherry ones were pretty good. I didn't I didn't really like that type of candy. That wasn't my go to. The the chocolate, the nougat, the nuts, the like that was my mm-hmm. That's the stuff that I like. I don't really like bottle caps and nerds, gummies, and nerds. Not even smarties. No, no, because in ways, some of those candies, some of those ones that you all just mentioned, I'm almost too old for. Like there were things that dum dums. Well, now dum dums are way old. Yeah, dum dums are certainly older, older than me. Not older than dum dums. But what was the dip thing that you just mentioned? Fun dip. Fun dip. Fun dip. That was one of those things that I think my sisters really liked. It came. It came along at a time where they went yay, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's baby candy. I don't want that." You know. But I just my. I, my, I can probably take a strong assumption that one Alea would like some fun dip. Oh yes, she oh, does. She, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just pure we sugar. We actually have some in well, the basket. By uh-huh. the way, it's also implied right there in the title. Mm-hmm. Fun. You cannot remove the fun well, then you from had, fun dip. What we had, you had push pops. Oh yeah. Which you just would get your fingers super, super sticky. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby bottle pops. No. Don't no know thanks. that one. You don't know baby bottle oh, pops? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. It's, it's a oh, little baby. You have and to you dip, dip it. It's literally a fun yeah, dip, but it's a lolly, are, It's a jo- like a Jolly Rancher that you dip your Those are so thing in. messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mamas don't really like those because they make a mess in the car. The fanciest we were was kind of like ring pops. It's like a ring pop, but it's, but it's you, on a baby bottle and you can dip it in the fun dip. Pretty much the best way to describe. And then, ma'am, both of, I mean, my kids have had those, but they're messy in the car. We also kind of like, about as exactly, exactly, Adele, pixie sticks (laughs) were the thing (laughs) that they were about the only thing that I would cross the street from the chocolate and the nougat and the peanut butter side of the street. I would cross the street to get the pixie sticks because. You couldn't get it wet because then it wouldn't come out. Oh, no, you got to keep your powder dry. I mean, you you, got to. That's the rule of life. Keep your end gate up and keep your powder dry. You got to keep your pixie sticks dry or it's all over. Then you just got. No, straw, how are you on Jolly Ranchers? Um, really, Starburst? Really, I'm okay with the strawberry Starburst. Don't want the lemon star, Starburst. Uh, my dad is a major Starburst fan. Uh, where I am with Jolly Ranchers, I am very good with the Jolly Ranchers. I When we were traveling in February... I decided I wanted Jolly Ranchers, and I went into the store, and I only wanted one flavor, and I found all the flavors except that one, so I had no Jolly Ranchers. What was the flavor you wanted? Peach. I want oh. peach Jolly Ranchers. Which is so interesting for he and I, because Blue guess raspberry what, and cherry are the two best ones. Guess what my favorite flavor in the entire world is? Peach. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever actually had a peach Jolly Rancher. Oh, they're good. Mm-hmm. They're, they're good. And you know when you have one. Yeah, you do. You go, that's a Peach Jolly Rancher. There's no mistaking it. Now, here's something that's a little bit concerning. Pepsi, which I don't like. By the way, I was in another situation yesterday. (laughs) I asked for a Diet Coke, and they said, okay. And then when I got to looking at the board, I said, wait, is that going to be Diet Pepsi? And they said, yes. And I said, then I want unsweet tea. And so I said Diet Coke, and they just said, okay. So they ignored my request. And by the way, can I just say it turned out to be sweet tea? Mm, that makes me so angry. Yeah, I learned very quick. The further south I get. Just because you live in the southeast does not mean you want sweet tea. Sugar water is That's what it is. I don't know what it is. Well, All right. 
And for him, Pepsi is a no-go. I can drink Pepsi. It's not my, not my favorite, but. Yeah. Not going not to mm. do it. Can, would you drink regular Coke before? No. Um, he would choose water. Or... It does make me angry when I get when I get regular Coca Cola oh, when I ask for Diet Coke. I, I went through the drive through a couple weeks ago and I got a Diet Coke and it was maybe the most disappointing thing that happened to me that day. It's because it, there's not bad. much worse than Diet. If Coke. You give me the wrong. Ugh. If you give me the wrong soft drink, whatever it is, because my expectation was it would be this. I won't drink it and get over it. I'll just drop it in the garbage. No, no I the Diet Coke immediately it. when I when I got back here went into the dumpster. <laughs> I can't drink it. Yeah. I think it's just what your taste buds are expecting. And here's what my taste buds are not expecting. Pepsi is releasing a new maple syrup cola in oh. partnership with IHOP. So, yes. And that, by the way, earlier when I said it's waffle day and she made a similar sound to that, it's not the waffle she doesn't that she objects to. It's the maple syrup. It's the smell. That she objects mm-hmm. to. It's that. Yes. If you could put just whipped cream on a waffle or you could put something else that was not maple syrup, you would probably like it. Maybe. But it's that maple syrup. Uh, but maple syrup cola, and apparently you've got to get it. Um, you've got to get it at IHOP. Yeah. Be one of those things. If somebody would bring me a can, I'd maybe try it. But I don't. I would not go out of my way. Like if I was at the convenience store and it was on the shelf, I'm not sure that I'm gonna pick it up. Neither of you were here on Tuesday when I got to share the exciting news that McDonald's in the coming days is bringing back Szechuan sauce for a very short period of time. I never had it. It is delicious. It is wonderful. <laughs> it is goodness. It <laughs> it is so good and. It'll come with your McNuggets, and then you can buy a la carte. You can buy some extra to put back, which I will be doing. I'll, I'll stick to the buffalo. No, Sam, don't oh, do it. Honey, don't don't you try, have to try, try it. You try have to try it. it. Yes, I'm try surprised it. you haven't tried it. You're just a little bit too young because if it weren't for Taylor and the movie Mulan, I wouldn't be so in love with Szechuan sauce. But it's really good, and it's only come. You have to try it. They've only had it like three times. Maybe this might be the fourth mm-hmm. time since it came out in. 98 or something in that range. Yeah, I was I was one. McDonald's is... Mama, not, <laughs> Mama Adele wasn't putting Szechuan sauce in your bottle? I, I don't think so. I don't think I was at the McNugget stage yet. I just graduated high school. <laughs> McDonald's so. is upping their game again to coincide with March Madness. They are offering new lineups of deals for March Madness starting today. Right, today the 25th? This actually started yesterday. So here's the way they're doing it. So today the players are, the matchup, well, this was yesterday, but it maybe continues. It's a 30-cent baked apple pie and then a McFlurry. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to dunk the apple pie in the McFlurry. Sounds good enough to me. And you can buy that in the McDonald's app. Now, also underway, the players are a free sausage McMuffin with egg and syrup. Hold the syrup. The play is to dunk, bite, repeat for that epic sweet and salty combo. And you can buy it from DoorDash. So it's like a partnership with DoorDash on that. And so they have a bunch of other different March Madness matchups. Like you're matching up this team with that team. And then you're getting this. So you can play along. I thought it was a kind of a cool idea, especially if you use the app. Yeah, I'm looking at the, is that the fourth one? Uh, fourth one, which way? Is, is that it on the Big bottom? Mac? 
Yes, that's a Big Mac with ranch. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that I could do. Good. Yeah, so that's coming up on okay. April the April the fourth. Big Mac with ranch uh, instead of the special sauce. Or no, does in it addition say, to in addition to the well, special sauce. Well, I don't sauce. know what it says, but mm. and. Um, you did have this question here. I didn't know if you wanted to, to touch on that or not, since we're still on the McDonald's topic. I, uh, that's a good question. Ha, so the question oh, is this, for those dear. of you who are listening, have you tried Coke Zero? Oh. And I believe that I have. Um, but here's where it goes back to for me. My taste buds are expecting a particular uh-huh. taste. Like they are saying fake. Here's what you're going here's what you're going to get. Well, it's the same way with unsweet tea. I expect it to taste mm-hmm. like unsweet tea. And then when I get it and it's sweet and I say I've been hornswoggled. Mm-hmm. Well, I <laughs> went to the restaurant and I got sweet tea instead of my Coke one day and I, it was definitely an experience. And here's the and Coke Zero, I think would appeal to me in this regard. What I don't like about being handed a Coca Cola a 32-ounce Coca-Cola when I was expecting Diet Coke is the difference in calories. Like, I'm holding 600 or 700 calories in this cup, and, like, I don't want that. That's not what so... And the taste is so different. It is, is different. So, I think... So, was it Denise? Yes. Denise, I think the answer to your question is, I just want what I want. And I wanted Diet Coke, or I wanted unsweet tea. I did not want Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi tastes like a some type of laboratory accident happened, and they said, well, let's just go with that. Well, no, I had a teacher in high school who was very big on diet soda, and I think his, his two favorites of tasting the most like the real thing were Diet Dr. Pepper and Diet Mountain Dew. Hmm. Interesting. Those, those are what he said, and he was a man that I would trust when it came to... The taste so of diet soda. Diet Dr. Pepper for me is yeah. It's one of your go tos and yes. you don't even drink you know, I don't drink dark, drinks except right. for tea. You're drinking tea these right. days. So. Uh and good news, drinking two to three cups of coffee a day could add years to your life. Coffee drinkers rejoice. Drinking two or three cups a day could add years to your life by keeping your heart healthy. What about what about if it's six or eight cups? Like six does that does it work does it work infinitely? Can you multiply you three times as long? Yeah, three times. I, just hate the I hope so. It'll be Benjamin Buttons here. Oh wait, that's the other that doesn't work. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. For shortest Oscars acceptance speech is held by Alfred Hitchcock and William Holden. They both simply said, thank you. I did not know that. They both share the record. Shortest is two words. Oscars coming up this weekend is why I mentioned it and thought, I didn't even know that. I bet there will be no two word acceptance speeches. Everybody will have to have their, you know. Hear what I have to say, and I mean, even the famous ones like you know Sally Fields. You like me, you really like me. It's not too bad, but that's not all that she said. She went on from there. Weekend movie premieres. 
New at the theater. So these are the movies that will lose to the Batman this weekend? Um, maybe not. We might have a challenger for the Batman, finally. It's a movie called The Lost City, and I've actually heard of this one. Can you believe it? Hmm. I've heard of it. Because it is going to be Sandra Bullock's last movie for the foreseeable future. Really? Well, uh, yeah. Why? I've not seen the trailer or anything, but I've actually seen something about this. So She was on CBS Sunday morning last week. They did a piece with her, and they just asked her. They said, you know, why? She's an older mom with younger kids because they came to her through adoption around 10 years ago. And she says that she wants to spend more time with them. She wants to watch them grow up. She wants to do things like clean out the basement. There's So she doesn't know when she will act again is what she says. She's not saying she's never. She's just saying she doesn't it's know not when. not like she, she needs money. You would think. And, but when I heard her say that, that I want to spend more time with my kids, I thought, well, Sandra Bullock's like close to my age. She's like, her kids should be grown. But she that she waited until just about 10 years ago and she got kids also at a same time when her marriage was was going sideways and blowing up and so she's just trying to get to a sense of normalcy and she's saying that this will be it for a while and i have seen the trailer and it's funny it's i think it's going to be it's going to be good uh, a reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with her cover model get swept up in a kidnapping attempt that lands them both in a cutthroat jungle adventure. It's going to be a little bit like Romancing the Stone meets the Jungle Book. Hmm. Who's Who else is in it? Brad Pitt, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. I mean, like, Harry Potter. How can you go wrong with I don't any think, of that? I, don't think, right? I think that's going to be a solid cast. Uh, the other movies, Infinite Storm... Starring Naomi Watson, Dennis O'Hare, and Mothering Sunday. I'm just saying The Lost City has a chance. Now, since the Batman's been out for three or four weeks, it The Lost City could be one where people go, yeah, I want to see that cast. So, And I thought it was funny that Channing Tatum says he wanted to look like, so I just told you Brad Pitt is also in the movie, but Channing Tatum wanted to make his character look like Brad Pitt did in the movie Legends of the Fall. So that Legends of the Fall was kind of a coming out role for Brad Pitt, if you remember. And oh. so Channing Tatum said he wanted to look like Brad Pitt from oh, that is terrible. 1995 or whatever it is. He also looks like he could be in the cast of... Uh, Castaway? Castaway or The Patriot <laughs> or something. You know, something like that. That's, that's bad. A pet brand will donate $10,000 to animal rescues each time the power of the dog is said at the Oscars. So every time it's mentioned for a nomination or whatever, so if you're scoring at home and you like to keep track of that, I've not seen it, probably not going to see it, so I don't know. Alec Baldwin is returning to acting five months after the deadly rust shooting. Listen, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. I don't know who's responsible. It was a tragic accident that that all happened. I also understand at some point in time, if you're Alec Baldwin, you need to return to your craft, right? You gotta you you can't let that tragedy then just put an end and say I can never act again or I can never be involved again. What I what I would hope that his people and he would be careful about is the subject matter of what you choose to do. You know, I I 
I I fear. So he is starring in a pair of Christmas movies, one called Kid Santa and one called Billy's Magic World. Now, I don't know what the ideal fare should be if you're if you're coming like after the world knows you're in this tragedy, your next movie shouldn't be some song and dance sideshow. How happy am I? But it also can't be one where you're just dejected. And so I don't know what the answer is, but I would think that you would be very choosy about what you would act in if this was your first outing after a tragedy such as this. Am I reading that wrong, Sam? I don't know. I mean, doesn't I, matter to you. Is is there a right answer? I, I don't, don't know. know that there is, but I mean, a kids' movie I think would be a little bit better than something else. Yeah, probably. I just Alec Baldwin seems to act. Alec Baldwin is one of those guys that his characters. There's a thread between all of the roles that he plays. There's a continuity between Agreed. them. And I think that's what people are buying when they buy him. So I guess you just want to. I know if it were if it were me and I were his agent, I think I would be very careful about what I chose as my first picture after that. Because when you see him on screen, you know that's what you're going to be thinking. Like that's the guy that was involved in that thing. And then perhaps some of the biggest news of the day, uh, of the week, actually, Nicholas Cage has been interviewed by GQ. First, they ask him why he was starring in a bunch of these straight to video movies, and it's because. He had debts that he had not anticipated, and they involved in caring for his mother, who needed some very expensive uh, private health care. And so he was having to earn money faster to pay those debts, and he's now done that. He said the phone stopped ringing for big roles right around the time the shutdown came along, and then he had to have he had to have money in order to care for his mother. This was his excuse. Uh, that was his reasoning, and that's honorable. But perhaps the biggest news from that interview is that Nicolas Cage revealed that Jim Carrey did not want Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber at first. Jim Carrey wanted Nicolas Cage to play the role of Lloyd? No, Harry. Harry. Yeah, Harry. To play the role of Harry. I think they did okay with Jeff Daniels. Yes, I, they did. Yeah, I can't see it otherwise. <laughs> there is, there is no way. There is, right? there is, there is no, no part of my mind that will allow any no. room whatsoever Mm-mm. for anyone other than Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels in those roles. Never. It, I, you could talk to me for the rest of time and never convince me that there was better casting than that. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the week here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Isn't it weird? Miss Buckles, I know you might not agree because <laughs> I think Sam will get it. Isn't it weird that coffee is great when it's hot? It's great when it's cold. But it's nasty when it's lukewarm. I prefer it when it's not. I would almost say that I want it either like a touch above lukewarm slash cold. Well, I, I mean, I want it to be, I don't want it to be hot that it'll burn me, but I like it when it's warm hot. I like it when it's iced cold. Mm-hmm. But if you if it's been sitting out for about an hour and you go and like, that's not yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, no, you're I'm right. Not, 
I mean, I, I usually like will let all. my coffee sit for about 30, 30 minutes before I'll take a drink. So, if I, Mike, this this was made at um, this was made at seven twenty. Mm-hmm. Gone. Still warm. Well, mm-hmm. but well, it's you're also the Yeti. Yeti, right? So, yeah, I just take coffee. I didn't say so. it was styrofoam. I said it was. You don't. I know you don't like the taste, but you don't like the smell either. Oh, the smell kills me. It's worse. Okay. There's a reason I love you so much. I ignore the smell. (laughs) Right back at you. Uh, Let's go on. (laughs) Well, I don't know what smell I have, but. (laughs) Television. (laughs) Yeah. Dennis Dennis Cook. Coffee's a performance enhancing drug. Does your study on on coffee not help him? Like make him want to try it? I've never had coffee. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, Yukon Cornelius has never had coffee. Wow. Uh, da, 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 da. But but look out. He buys Red Bull by the case. <laughs> St- well, listen. We didn't say we don't drink caffeine. We just don't drink coffee. Got it. Well, How do you think he gets you. his wings? <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, tomorrow, I missed it the other night, so I'm glad that it's on again. Tomorrow night on ABC, the Step Into the Movies with Derek and Julianne Huff got it set to record. They did such a good job during the pandemic with those Disney movies. I want to see them take on some of the other classics like Singing in the Rain and maybe Dirty Dancing and some of the others that they will do. Also, Saturday Night Live. Here's what I've decided about Saturday Night Live. Because... Most of the time now, I don't recognize the name of the host or the musical group. Mm-hmm. Rather than try and figure it out, it's going to be like a surprise. When mm-hmm. they walk out from the door back there on the back for their monologue, I just go, oh, yeah, I've seen that person. Mm-hmm. Rather than worry about whether I know them or not. Simu Lu is the host, and the musical guest is Saweetie. Saweetie. I, I, I think it's going to be safe to say you're not going to be a big Sweetie, Sweetie fan. Okay. So I'm going to skip right by the musical. Would I be? Potential, yeah, more you. I okay. think, and I could be wrong, but I think Sweetie is more of like your Cardi B type. Oh, well, who was the host again? I want to look him up and see if I know. Simu Lou, S I M U, first name. Lou L I U is last name. And then the next one, say it uh, again. Okay, Sweetie. I mean, like it's got uh, an extra A in there. It's not Sweetie. Yeah, it's Sweetie. I would be very surprised if you know who this person is. All right. Well, then I'll be surprised Sunday afternoon whenever I get to. Whenever I watch Saturday after Sunday afternoon recorded <laughs> from New York, it's Saturday Sunday afternoon recorded <laughs> on ABC, the ninety fourth annual Academy Awards, and yeah, that's I don't I don't know what's on Hallmark or Lifetime. Sorry, Dennis and Sarah, you're on your own. Fin for yourself. Today's highlight in history: this day, nineteen thirty one, in the so called Scottsboro Boys case. Nine young black men were taken off a train in Alabama, accused of raping two white women. After years of convictions, death sentences, and imprisonment, the nine were eventually vindicated. In 1915, the U.S. Navy lost its first commissioned submarine as the USS F-4 sank off Hawaii, claiming the lives of all 21 crew members. Shamu and Wheaties. That's kind of what I thought. I thought of Wheaties when I thought of Saweetie. I was trying not to laugh. (laughs) Saweetie! Saweetie! I don't think it's quite the same, but you never know. But I get the reference. By the way, she wants to go see Shamu. Yeah, she's begging to go to Sea World. I'm like, no, only Disney World, not Sea World. Universal. But guess what? No, I no think Universal. he will eventually give in for Sea World. 
just because it's on I think the way I know to the airport. A, there's a, probably a five-year-old that could probably be used as a weapon. <laughs> for SeaWorld? Yes. For Universal? No. Well, really? Yeah, I, you don't want to go to Harry Potter World? I absolutely, positively well, do not. Listen, one thing at a time, Sam. <laughs> one thing at a time. You don't want to get your own wand? SeaWorld first. <laughs> Gene Shallot is 96 today. Former astronaut Jim Lovell is 94. Sir Elton John is 75. Marsha Cross is 60. She played Brie on Desperate Housewives. Yes. Is that Marsha Cross? Mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker is 57. So she's three oh. years younger than... Uh, Goodness. Then um, Matthew Broderick. Alex Moffat from SNL is 40 today. Danica Patrick is 40. Catherine McPhee is 38. Chris Redd from SNL is 37 today. Gone but not forgotten. How would Cosell in 1918? Hoyt Axton in 1938. It's one of my favorite episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati is when Hoyt Axton comes to town to perform on WKRP, and he decides that he fancies he he fancies Jennifer Lonnie Anderson, and he tries to sweep her off her feet and get her to go on the road with him. <laughs> it didn't it didn't work though. Jennifer stayed put, and then Aretha Franklin was born this date in nineteen forty two. Sam, you would have probably bet against the fact that Hoyt Axton ever appeared on WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm not sure I even knew that name he before. He has no idea. Grand Ole Opry? What is yes. happening? WKRV in Cincinnati? No. So. That's a pretty good one-two punch of musicians. So Aretha Franklin and Sir Elton John? Yep. Yep. Pretty good one-two punch. Percy Faith, number one, 1960. was the theme from A Summer Place. <laughs> Makes me want to go to my summer place. And I don't even have a summer place. Universal, right? <laughs> the opposite of that 1969 you couldn't make this song in uh, in today's time the 1910 fruit gum company with a song called indian giver in 1969 not allowed to, not allowed to say that anymore i don't think you could make the album cover either yeah i don't think so i think it's frowned upon 1978 all falsetto all the time. The Bee Gees staying alive. I still can't believe Dennis is not a Bee Gees fan. A fan of Bee Gees. I think he doesn't like falsetto, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. I think that's what it is. My guess is falsetto isn't is he, his strong suit. Is he jealous? And so he goes, I don't like falsetto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Covetous. I mean, He's covetous. This is still one of the greatest scenes of a comedy <laughs> TV show ever, too. <laughs> Of a comedy TV show. What? The Office? Oh, when they use this song? Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. That's what to you do the relate CPR? that to? Uh, just, oh, This is all funny. John Travolta to me. This is John Travolta par- carrying paint cans. This is Starsky and Hutch for me. Starsky and Hutch? No yes. way. Yes. No. You, you all are babies. <laughs> babies you are. Uh, 1987, Starship, nothing's going to stop us now. You can feel bad, Patty Loveless in 96. Kelly Clarkson, since you've been gone in 05, and Dark Horse, Katy Perry in 2014. So there you go. Late today, so we got to get get out of here. Yeah, you too, Denise. Thank you very much. Uh, Sam, happy birthday. Thank so you. So hopefully yes. uh, happy birthday. you have a wonderful day today <laughs> sitting on your couch, I guess. Uh, Sounds like a pretty good way to spend the day well, to me. Considering how, you, considering how you spent some of your week this right. week. Guilty. I was on the couch too, but more in the fetal position. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The best way to cheer yourself up is to try to cheer somebody else up. 
The best way to cheer yourself up is to try to cheer somebody else up. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.